This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to bring you Minute number 59. Brady, how are you doing today? Doing good. How about you? Pretty awesome, man. Here on a Friday, really excited about tomorrow's Lost World episode. We're really excited to have Scott Corelli coming on next week and still riding off a high from having Brad Mendenhall here on Monday here chatting with us. If you missed that episode, folks, it was a, it was a banger. 45 straight minutes, I think, of us uh, chatting with with uh, Brad about Jurassic yeah. Park, so it was yeah, a lot of fun. A smart guy. But uh, no time to waste today. Uh, we got to go ahead and jump right into this minute. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. In the previous minute, we saw the security fences at the park failing as the tour vehicle came to a complete stop. As the minute ended, we saw Nedry forcing the Jurassic Park gates open with his gas-powered Jeep. At minute number 59, Ray and Hammond make their way down to Nedry's workstation. Ray looks at Nedry's desk in disgust. He pushes all the paper and candy wrappers off and tries to figure out what Nedry was doing in order to get them into the situation. Ray remarks that Nedry is a complete slob. Muldoon asks Ray if the raptor fences are out. Ray checks the system and confirms that they are still active. Hammond turns to Muldoon and asks why he would turn the other ones off. At 59.29, we cut to a shot of Nedry opening up an electric gate which has now been powered down. At 59.45, Nedry drives through the gates and is sweating inside of the wet and humid car interior. Nedry wipes his glasses off. At 59.54, Nedry sees a sign indicating that the dock is close and swerves to make the turn, hitting the sign in the process. Nedry gets out of his car and tries to pick the sign up for the east dock. The arrow is turned upside down. And thus ends minute number 59 in Jurassic Park. So again, uh, we have a minute with not a lot, a whole lot, not a whole lot going on here. A lot of action on the screen, not a lot of dialogue, not a lot of subtext going on here, except for this. Uh, you know, Hammond does ask why would he turn the other fences off, and then we see why he's pushing open yeah. an electric fence that otherwise would have killed him if he tried to touch it. Uh, which is, you know, typical Spielberg with just excellent blocking. Yeah. I mean, the, the way, way where he puts the camera, when he puts it there, where the actors are going to be in reference to where it is, plus the lighting. This is just a great example of it. I've heard a lot of people be critical of Spielberg's kind of blocking before because everything looks like it could be a storyboard. But to be completely honest with you, if you're a guy like Spielberg and you have gigantic studio budget films, you want to know everything planned down to the T. Yeah, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. No, there really isn't. I mean, I, I can't imagine Steven Spielberg directing something as organic as like a Werner Herzog film or vice versa. Right, Everybody's yeah. going to do their own thing in their own style. You know, it's and it works. It works, it perfectly. works very well here, yeah. So, okay, we get... Uh, you know, first of all, Ray's dialogue, you know, look at this workstation, what a complete slob is yeah. very funny. But um, right after that, we get the raptor expert, the guy who is always putting the emphasis on the raptors. You know, the first thing he asks, uh, you know, the raptor fences aren't out, are they? Just to, you know, keep us more concerned with them than anything else, which is uh, a really cool touch. Now, I've talked about this, I think, in Ghostbusters Minute with uh, Jurassic Park constantly is asking questions and answering those questions through its editing. Why would he turn the other ones off? We immediately cut to why. His hands pushing the electrified yeah. fences. Um, where did the vehicle stop? We cut to the goat. There are other examples of it that aren't coming to mind at the moment. You know, that's just a, a pretty cool example of that, of right. answering those questions through editing. Uh, now, the East Dock sign that he hits, um, Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World, tweeted, uh, was it through Twitter? Yeah, Maybe it was his Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, a picture of the East Dock sign from this movie, like laying down with leaves on it and it's rotted and everything. And I believe there was, I don't know if it was shot, but there was a sequence where the kids were going to 
uh, stumble upon that sign, and for whatever reason, they took it out. Yeah, it didn't really need to be in the movie. It I didn't mean, really need to be in there. It's a cool little wink to the audience, like, yeah. hey, do you remember this? But uh, it doesn't really serve any story purpose to have it in there. But it's kind of cool that they did that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That they always had stuff like that in mind. Yeah, so. well, I mean, it kind of like he got across to the people that were fans of the movie, like, hey, we respect where this movie came from, and we're going to continue to hold to, you know, what Jurassic Park was. So Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm sorry, it looks like you, you have something else to say? Oh, no, just that oh, okay. it's a really exciting minute. I mean, we've, yeah. we've had tension, tension, tension building up, and here we are, just, you know, everything's boom, 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 boom. Uh, the, the shot that I was talking about with the interesting blocking where Ray sits down, Muldoon's hand comes in, person on the desk, the raptor fence is out, aren't they? Camera swings around. It's all around. one shot. Yeah. yeah, it's all one shot. You know, the camera's very close to the ground. We come back around the three, and Ray spins around where Muldoon has now come around. No, they're still on. And then Hammond's head just comes like, right up dramatically into the camera and says, you know, yeah. why would you turn the other ones off? It's just, um, it's a cool moment. So the raptor pin does not appear to be part of the same grid as all of the other paddocks. Uh, I think it is attached close to where the compound is because they walk out of the compound. Muldoon and Ellie walk out of the compound later and they're right by the raptor pin. Yeah, and I've always assumed uh, that the fences, the electrified fences are going around the entire park and that the cars are, they constantly have those fences on the side of them. And then, of course, other fences blocking those dinosaurs from crossing over into other paddocks. But the raptor pin is its own separate thing off, you know, wherever it is. It's like Like they made the raptors and they didn't really know what they wanted to do with them yet. It's always... (laughs) And here's the thing. It doesn't seem like that was a spot for the tourists to go. It seems like a temporary thing for Mm -hmm. for the raptors, a holding pin. Yeah. Uh, why? Yeah. You know? I, because they're too yeah. damn dangerous, and they probably can't figure out like how do we show people these things, you know, in a manner that, that their lives are not in danger. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, they made them. They probably didn't really realize what they were or how dangerous they were in real life. That they had cheetah speed. But they're still making baby da- baby. But they're raptors. still making them. You know, like we have the moment earlier where Grant's holding a raptor, and we was like, "Yeah, that's I don't know one of the Velocis raptors yeah. or something." And he's like, "You're you're breeding raptors." What is the most consistent thing? Do we have enough raptors? <laughs> yeah, Do we still need to make more. So the most consistent thing we keep saying in the show is the uh, is the irresponsibility on the creator of the parks part, right? Um, and one of them is. Like you're saying, you know, we these raptors are incredibly dangerous. We don't know what the hell to do with them. Let's keep making them. Yeah. And that's if that's not a good enough uh, example of that, I don't know what is. It's like uh, that old Patton Oswalt bit where science is all about can we, not should we. And he's like, oh, we made cancer airborne now. You're welcome. We're science, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so Pretty much. Again, uh, I don't really have a whole lot for this minute other than the fact that I love the pacing, I love the tone, I love the setting of this, that it's all really storytelling through visual, uh, a, a visual sense. You know, like, yeah. like you said, it, it is answered through the editing, but that's also clever script writing. I mean, someone would write on the page, John Hammond asks a question, cut to oh, exterior, yeah. you know, night scene, you know. And, you know, I wish I could think of other examples in this, and I can't think of any examples uh, that would have been in Lost World, Jurassic Park 3. Uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. Well, it's something that's used in a lot of movies, and it's always effective. It's always funny. If you have someone ask a question or say, you know, hey, I got one. One of our favorites. So you and I talk about this a lot. In uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusade, mm-hmm. Marcus, 
when they're talking about he's probably already got the grail. Indy, do you, do you have this memorized? Yes. Can you say this? Go ahead. He's like, uh, oh, so, so, the, so the Nazis have Indy pegged down, he's, uh, and they're like, yeah, they're yeah, like us. He's like, uh, we're, we're 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 looking for Marcus or something like that. And he's like, he'll blend in, he'll disappear if there's any chance he's already got the grail. Smash cut to Marcus walking through a market. Like the going, crowded Hello, bizarre. does anyone speak English? <laughs> yeah. like, Very funny moment. It's, it's so, and, but it's so easy to do as a writer. You just kind of like mm-hmm. set up this thing, but then you find a way to have the punchline displayed to the audience is not someone kind of like saying it and actually yeah, yeah. showing them. It's show, don't tell. That's what they say in screenwriting. So someone could have very easily said, let's answer the question of like, well, why is he not, why is he shutting off the other paddocks? Why are the other fences going down? The cut to him pushing an electrical fence sign, which we yeah. have seen established earlier in the movie when they got off the helicopters. We know these fences are electric and he's just pushing it in the rain in with the his rain. bare hand and nothing's happening. So Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? That's it. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get out of here and enjoy our Friday. All right, Brady. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Till next time. Hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute. You've been listening to a Pele Media Podcast. For premium content and exclusive podcasts, visit us at patreon.com slash Media. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Media, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Media. Media.